It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. episode, episode I'm just so excited. Duncan, please don't edit that out. I want everyone to hear how excited I am to have my man, Sun Moon, on the show. I've had the pleasure of being on his podcast twice, guys. We'll make sure we pop some links to go and check out his Della Fit podcast, which is cool, groovy, fun, fresh, funky, and will definitely add to your life. Um, after having had one conversation, flipping back and having another one, I was like, we we got we got to keep this going. We've got to have you on the Do It With Dan podcast, get a bit more into your story and share you with the people. So without further ado, doodle, diddle or a dizzle, <laughs> welcome to the show, bro. What's going on, man? It's a pleasure <laughs> to be here. <laughs> wait, wait, do I get to kick over tables today? Do you I get to kick, kick over tables. tables? You can kick over the tables. This is your table kicking. If you don't know what that means, you haven't listened to my <laughs> guest appearances. Oh, you got to go check man. them out. You got to go check them out. Why don't we, um, let's give people a bit of a reason to be as excited as I am. Please let them know who you are, what you do, where you're from, all the good stuff. All right. Well, um, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Sun Moon Bay. I am a uh, master physical trainer, strength and conditioning coach. Uh, I am a consultant, physical consultant and physical literacy specialist uh, at one of the local uh, branch libraries here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, and I am also the host of a podcast called The Day Life Fit Podcast, which uh, is where Dan kicked over all the tables. <laughs> <laughs> he, he shattered the fourth wall for people. People were just like, I can't believe it. My world is over. <laughs> but all, all in, all in uh, the best for the best, all for the best. Indeed, 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 indeed. So um, what I really want to do today is I want to give people the chance to get to know you. Okay. That's what I want because... I'm a firm believer that when people get to know a person, then they're going to want to know what's going on in their world. And I want them to be in your world because I believe it's a world that they, they deserve to have, have a shot at peeking behind the curtains in. So why don't you okay. take us, do you know what? So my wife and I are doing this, um, this exercise. It's, um, it's called 36 questions. So it's basically these 36 questions that you, you ask the person your relationship with, and it's meant to build connection and, and explore these. Mm. So we were meant to do one a day, She's too fast and can't wait. So we'd been doing two a day. I tried to drag this shit out for a month so I could <laughs> before I had to think of the next crazy idea. But you don't need to know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday's question was um, share your life story in four minutes. Wow. Wow. Oh wow. I'm, I'm gonna have to use that for my girlfriend. Uh <laughs> I'll send I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the link because this is okay. there's some really good and you know what? they're really deceptive man they come with some really lightweight questions <laughs> and then they were like what's three things that you have in common it's like what you can't spring that on me without giving me notice you can't ask like what's your favorite flower then what three things that you got in common and who's see, gonna see, go that first you see for me though so i would be like breathing we like to eat, <laughs> and we both like watching tv disney movies at times there yeah. you go Boom. yeah she, she tried she tried that one i was like i i, I got emotional <laughs> i was like no you can't you can't do that you were triggered. We're both, we're both intelligent. What are you talking about? You you need to say something special. This is a special exercise. Special. 
Oh man. All right. Wait. So, all right. I'm going to send you the link for that, but four minutes, the life of sun moon in four minutes. Wow, man. Okay. I'm going to try that. All right. So, um, my family is of Afro-Caribbean heritage, mm-hmm. uh, grew up in Philadelphia, uh, a very beautiful childhood. My parents homeschooled us. Beautiful. Um, they had, they were independent entrepreneurs. They had their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, my ethnicity is, I am Moorish. So for those that are out there in the know, they're like, I'm of specific Moroccan descent mm-hmm. and I have Trinidad in my family. So mm-hmm. that's Afro-Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always athletic, mm-hmm. always athletic. My father was the one who lifted weights. I tried in the beginning. Eh, eh, eh. I want to be big, but I don't really want to do this. Mm-hmm. Got a little older, started to understand the benefits of being active. Mm-hmm. And what my father was doing because he was always active. My mother was mm-hmm. always active and fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And it became my purpose. Mm. It totally became my purpose. But um, it took some time. Mm. soul searching and uh, a lot of heartbreaks which which is actually the the crust of how the daylight fit podcast began and how i actually became a trainer out of heartbreak oh wow when we get through the, the life story i'm going to be digging back into that i always see podcasters doing notes <laughs> I, I don't do notes i do some notes <laughs> i always look at my phone i'm like yeah all right so the heartbreak is what led into to what you do now. Where, where do we go from there? Well, um, all right. So from the heartbreak, uh, all right. So do you want me to go to the heartbreak or do you want me to say from there? You got like so, another 90 seconds. So Oh, I was doing that well? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm feeling good today, y'all. Uh, no, um, from there, I... Once I found my purpose, it was like being shot out of a cannon. Mm. Everything in my life changed. All of the difficulties, all of the obstacles were there for a reason. Mm. They weren't just, oh, man, I'm there in front of me. Oh, I'm struggling. Oh. No, everything was there for a reason. And I now get to meet amazing people like yourself. Bless you. And, and learn, you know, so much. But basically... I learned that fitness is not just being physical. It's everything we do. Mm-hmm. And it's it, once we understand that, our lives change forever. Mm. Mm. Fitness is everything we do. And this is like the 360 yep. concept that, exactly. you, that you preach, <laughs> which we're going to get into. We're going to get into. But there's something that I want to make sure that you said Moorish descent, yes. specifically Moroccan. Break that down a little bit for the people that don't know. Okay. So for many individuals out there, some know, some don't know. And you might hear many of the people of African descent boy in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a considerable amount of people of Moroccan descent mm-hmm. right, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh prior to it being called the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am of specific lineage from that culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the same Moors that went into Spain, the same mm-hmm. Moors that went into Italy, mm-hmm. the same Moors that were in Portugal. Like you know? Big jump, Big big Ben. Big Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, okay. All right. All right, sir. Don't, don't, <laughs> think, I don't, don't think I'm not being deliberate, man. I, I, I do my reading. Don't worry. I got you. 
but uh yes so um and uh some of my relatives uh for those out there so it's, it's I'm the only one that doesn't speak a variety of languages. I, I kind of failed at that. Mm-hmm. But, well, you um, haven't succeeded yet. It's, I haven't succeeded yet. Ex- mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, my relatives, I have relatives that speak Spanish, Arabic, French. Mm-hmm. Um, one speaks Portuguese extremely well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been trying to get me to go to Brazil for years just mm-hmm. for carnival. Like, come on, fun. You, that's why you should learn languages. I'm like... <laughs> Like you're right, I want to go to right. Carnival in Rio, but my wife won't let me, man. I was about to say, I don't think my girlfriend now is going to allow me to, no. to, to go. We can just live vicariously through the guys that go. I, that would be my we'll, old brother. We'll have a, we'll have a, Rio, a, a Rio Carnival watch party. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't even think my girlfriend's going to allow that. Gonna be like, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because the highest, the highest mortality rate of women killing their husbands is Russian women. So... That's a statistic. Mm, the highest mortality rate of women killing their husbands is Russian women. A very passionate culture. Mm-hmm. I am. I, I, I'm. I had the opportunity of meeting um, and conversing with a lot of uh, individuals of Russian descent, mm-hmm. uh, Belarus, mm-hmm. and um, Bulgaria and Czechoslovakia. That whole area. I am. I, I love that area because talking. It's so much culture. Mm-hmm. That you know that you might not necessarily know, but yeah. very loving, nice people, very, mm-hmm. very lovely people. Yeah, until 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 it's a wife killing her husband, but that's another that's another subsect of. <laughs> See again, I have relatives that are from you know are Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. so you know I'm like, I, yeah, I've dated Puerto Rican before. That know. was that was a that was a death glide. Um, I get it. I'm not gonna touch that. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that. I'm just gonna say I, you know, I have two sisters adopted who are uh, Puerto Rican descent, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I I know the passion of mm-hmm. the culture, very mm-hmm. passionate. Mm-hmm. So you know, sometimes it's a little difficult to understand. <laughs> it, 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 and, and I want to be. You're so tempered. You're so I just, tempered. Imagine in your your description of stuff. I just, I, I want everybody to understand what I say. That I mean, if you're not coming from the culture or a Caribbean culture, there's a lot of passion mm-hmm. uh, in the cultures. Mm-hmm. But as African people, mm-hmm. we're passionate too. Come on now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're very passionate. It's true. You know, we, 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 I think our, our, our swagger sometimes is a little bit, it's like, you don't see the passion because you're like, man, look at that swag. It's it's this passion embedded within the swag. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, but I think with certain other Caribbean cultures, you know, it's, or certain Caribbean cultures, it's just, you see nothing but passion. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. It's a a little overwhelming. (laughs) It it is. It can be very overwhelming. It's like, wow. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't, I, no. It's like, I wasn't ready, but all right, yeah. let's, let's go. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, um, yeah, for those of you who, who uh, want to do some research into that, you can look into the, 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 there is a, there's a lot of ah, <laughs> mystery stroke history. You know uh, what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So there are, there are different, narratives that you can explore in order to get a wider perspective on different narratives about where cultures emerged from, what cultures were what and what cultures were when, 
I've seen the numbers done on the fact that the African-American numbers don't make sense just based on the kidnapping that was done through the slave trade, for example. So you're going to go there. I would just, I'm just saying that the, the, I've seen the numbers and I have to say there, there is some, there is some convincing that can be done to say that, you know, there's something to look at here. I'm just saying you can't write it off and what? say that it's nonsense. Like there's, there's definitely something to explore. I think. Let's, let's just say this. If you look at history mm-hmm. and there are many sides to history, there's the side of the winner Mm-hmm. The side of the loser, which many people don't hear that side. <laughs> There's the person that's sitting up there who's writing everything. Mm-hmm. And they're the person that, you know, they're looking at everything and they're, they've got their feelings involved. And mm-hmm. then you've got the one person who's next to that person is like, all y'all, all y'all got yeah. a story to tell. <laughs> everybody's so, got a story to tell. Everybody's got a story to tell. Um, but I will say this. Um no, the numbers don't add up. Mm-hmm. I will also say that when it comes to history, uh, it, it's purposely done that way. I believe so. It's it's a separation and it's mm-hmm. a human separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if I create this history, mm-hmm. I can keep this power. And for everybody out there, I don't want anybody to misjudge what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's easily goes into a black white. Yeah. You know, oh, it's opposite against the, oh, it's black white. This, oh, it's not that. Nah. It's a separation of humanity. It's mm-hmm. a, I'm separate from you. You're separate from me. I'm mm-hmm. better than you. You're better. You're lower than me. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at the individuals who are talking about this mm-hmm. and promoting it because everybody gets hit in that those levels mm-hmm. like they always say there's levels to everything so if somebody was to say oh i'm better than you mm-hmm. but then that same individual or individuals might say and this gender is lower than me as well mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter if they look alike mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying it's yeah. the whole principle of you know i'm the top mm-hmm. we're the top those that are like me do you know there's a there's a thing that one of my um old my one of my first teachers around mysticism, esoterics, and a lot of this kind of content. Montu Tar was his name. And he said it's not a black thing or a white thing, it's a great thing. You know what? It it can be gray. It can <laughs> and, and, be. And and it's ultimately it's the merging of it's 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 those who usurp power for their own needs Very true. and direct that power in a way that steals life value from others. And there are those of this color skin, that color skin, that, this culture, that culture. Within subcultures, you've got people doing it on a more of a micro level. Then you've yep. got those doing it more of a macro level. And even when you go up the layer cake, they're all doing it between themselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it, it's... It's almost like what you were saying um, when you were on my show and you were talking about getting ready to teach about how to be a millionaire. And you said mm-hmm. something and I still remember it because I was you were like, first of all, decide what you're willing to do to become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to, in a sense, be on the negative 
positive negative lane of I'll get it, you know, get rich or die trying. Yeah. Basically that way. I just <laughs> you know, I, 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 gonna go with the the bone thugs. Are you, are you gonna go and get the bag and get, yeah, we get, get the, the thing bag, you and know, take no the stick what. and go make the thing happen? That's right. Are, are we doing it that way? Are we are we in a in a in a more of a positive what can I add to humanity? Mm-hmm. And then in a sense, humanity is going to say what you're giving us is worth mm-hmm. this, you know, the competitive plane versus the creative plane. Exactly. It, exactly. So, mm-hmm. and it's like that with everything. And again, this goes back into health because mm-hmm. what we're talking about is really health. Exactly. Why is history important? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it aids our mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 it's the truth. If, you and I, we, we just talked about girlfriends and wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I can go talk to my nephew. Mm-hmm. And when he's like, why am I so confused? Mm-hmm. Sit down. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you some of my history mm-hmm. dealing in my experience with women. Mm-hmm. Not, not my not my <laughs> this is where this is where the trauma can come in not my, <laughs> my non-factual <laughs> not my non-factual uh be greater than let me tell you about the true experiences i've had as mm-hmm. far as when you don't have the proper communication mm-hmm. we don't have the understanding of yourself mm. you don't know what your purpose is how that affects the relationship mm. Also, when they don't know their purpose, mm-hmm. that significant other. So now, wow, thank you, uncle. I can appreciate that sometimes. That's what we like a teenager to say. <laughs> Most teenagers going to say, you're crazy. Get out my face. You don't know anything. Then hit their head one day and they're like, oh, y'all weren't crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's that's the mental health portion. Mm. Do you know, again, I, one of the things I, I love about your show is this holistic approach to the fact that health is just health. And if I'm healthy, then it's going to reflect in the different areas of my life. If I've got money, but I'm not financially and I'm not healthy physically, I'm not healthy. That's right. You're not, <laughs> you know, if, if you're, if you, you could have a lot of money and not mm-hmm. be healthy, you could, and it doesn't have to be just physical. It could be mental. It could be mm-hmm. spiritual, emotional, mental, spiritual. Yeah. All of that exactly. good stuff. These things, they matter so much. Mm-hmm. And because we're taught that get in the gym, mm-hmm. get in the gym, get, get ripped, get right, get tight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, feel good, look good. You know, mm-hmm. we say that, but we don't understand what all of that really is. We don't understand that's marketing. Mm. Market it, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you want do you want to look your best, feel your best? But what does that really mean? Mm. I know some people right now could point to you, and you'd be like, "Yeah, they look they look right. They mm-hmm. look tight. That's a beautiful woman. That's a beautiful, strong brother or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know." And, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yeah." And then I can also let you know that some of their stories and the things they struggle with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. They're not fully healthy. Mm. You know, the fitness is part of their health, which aids and sometimes keeping them together mentally and spiritually. Mm. So we need to focus on 
what health truly is. It is everything. Mm. It is conversation and communication. It is how we handle our finances, how we Mm -hmm. think of finance, how we think Mm -hmm. of money, how we think of each other. Mm -hmm. What are our roles in society? What do we need to give to society? What does society give back to us? Mm. All of that has to do with your health. If you don't understand these things, then you're lost. And in the United States growing up, why is there so much mental health issues? Why is there so much trauma? Why is there so much uh, 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 debt? Mm-hmm. It's health. Mm. It's lack of health. Hmm. Can we just, uh, can I undo this just to drop it real quick? Can I, <laughs> can I drop his Mac? <laughs> it's like, there you go. Just dropped it. I, I've got this thing that we do. My friend, uh, Jen, we do crystal drop. <laughs> Oh, that dropped it. That's a nice crystal, though. <laughs> it's a white quartz there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Just crystal drop. I like that better than the mic drop. <laughs> yeah, we do crystal drop around here. <laughs> you should check out that episode on, on the it's Jen, Jen Narrigan. Crystal dropping with Jen Narrigan. It's like episode 40-something or 50-something. Definitely. It's worth listening to. She's hilarious. Do you know what? She'd be an outrageous and probably controversial guest for your show, too. She's really cool, though. I think you'll love her. Okay. Okay. Check out the episode and if you, I'll make the connection if it's something that you want to do. All right, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you know what's really funny? There's this idea, so I noodle on ideas. What happens is I'll get like an inspiration off the back of a meditation or when I'm having a walk or whatever. And then it noodles, it noodles, and, noodles, and then it becomes a concept that I teach. And I'm really sitting with this idea of just the way that our relationship to our physical body impacts our ability to manifest because it's literally the vehicle through which the the energy of manifestation comes into physical form. And I'm really playing with that at a deep esoteric level right now. And it's supporting me in terms of like keeping my motivation to keep in the gym. I was a little sick last week, so I didn't work out last week, but I'm, I'm getting back in this week. And one of the things that's like not allowed me to allow that break in momentum, because I've been, I've been pretty solid now for about, two and a half months, like really solid, like going regularly every week and really getting into it. Mm-hmm. And I could feel like the, the, the waning and the complacency start to settle in. And this has been right. really, but this is the physical embodiment of what I'm saying that I'm doing. If exactly. I can't even sculpt this, that yeah. I've got direct dominance over, how can I sculpt this? This, that's how, right. How can I sculpt my reality? So, and just looking at the different layers and levels to that. In your journey, how have you found that people that do take seriously their physical fitness at least creates the opportunity for them to step into better mental, better emotional, and even better financial health? What I see is it's more seriousness. Mm. What, what tends to take place, or I'll speak directly with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing with me is the fact of it was the pride in knowing that, wow, I went from this to that. Mm. So I, 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 I was athletic when mm-hmm. in my youth and I'm going to use something my father always said. I laugh at it now, but he, he would always look at me and say, youth, he would just yell it. <laughs> and I would just look at him. I'm like, why is this, this local man? What are we local? What are you, crazy? He's like, and he would smile. If we had to pick up something to pick it, put it in the house, I just grab it. Oh, he's like, youth. 
what are you? What? I didn't understand mm-hmm. because it was so easy. Mm. You know, my body, everything is the hormones are kicking. Mm-hmm. Everything is like it should be. Mm. I didn't realize there was going to come a time or rather I should say, I didn't believe that there was going to come a time I had to maintain <laughs> that. <laughs> and, my, and my father being the man that he is, it's in it, old Moorish men have a way of saying anything. Like I said, youth, <laughs> you know, say, you know Remember that. Yeah. I understand. So being coming from that and saying, wow, I'm so athletic and man, I'm getting older and I want to bulk up a little because mm-hmm. I was a I was a sprinter. Mm-hmm. I did wrestling, but I was like 125, 135. Mm-hmm. And then I really worked hard and learned to really enjoy the progress and the journey of lifting weights. Mm doing calisthenics, Mm -hmm. being able to move my body and move weight and then watching my body, Mm. even though I'm breaking it down, grow back and and what it would grow into. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. (laughs) Now, the pride, I should say, the the good feeling of that was like, what else can I do? Mm. What else can I do with my body? Mm. You know, one of my goal, and it's still my goal, uh, and and I told my mentor, and I'm going to shout him out right now. Um, I don't like name dropping, but he's really a person that is an awesome individual, Richard Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those that don't know, you can Google Richard Hawthorne. He is pound for pound, one of the strongest power lifters in the United States. Hmm. And he's only, I said, and I'm, I hope he, if he hears this, I hope I get the height right. Cause he'll probably be like, no, I'm not that tall. Well, no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that short. But yeah. I think he's about five, five, mm-hmm. 135. And he can rep 500 pounds on a deadlift. He can squat several. Yeah. 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 Google him. Okay. Google, Google him. And, and he's, his method of training is about everything is feeling. It's not, it's not specific numbers. It's not, you know, it's how do you feel these things, feel your body working mm-hmm. and uh, being able to meet individuals like him and really understanding that again, we forge our bodies. Mm. We create our bodies. We tell our bodies what we want to do. It's not just like they say, oh, you're genetically superior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm not going to say genetics don't have something to do with it, but mm. when you have the will, mm. when you have the want mm-hmm. and the love, your body will, yes, you can do it. Mm. Example women give birth. Yep, I saw that happen. <laughs> just not too long. I mean, <laughs> uh, just just look at that. That's now a lot of individuals out there might be like, well, yeah, but they have to. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, she does not. <laughs> and I, I I challenge any individual to go tell a woman you have to. <laughs> No, she does not you have bet, to. You better you better ask somebody. That's right. That is a choice. Mm. A woman has a choice to give birth. Mm. 
So we can choose to forge our bodies into any any um, any way we like. Mm. And, you know, the pride that comes from that, the good feelings that come from that, the, the knowledge and understanding of I take my body from one f- form mm. to another. It opens up a door and it's like, well, what what can I do with my mind? Mm-hmm. Your mind is a muscle. Mm. You know what? What can I do with my spirit? Mm. And then it should make it, it made me look at every <sighs> Everybody of note that we have ever looked at, whether mm. it's a spiritual deity, whether it is a, a athlete, it makes you look and say, wow, what did they know? What what was their will like? Mm-hmm. What did they, they go through, you know, to conquer this? Mm. So that's why that's some of what opened up in me and really made me see that, oh, this is more not just physical, that's just a small, the smallest fractional point of a much, much bigger universe. Hmm. <laughs> just crystal again real quick. <laughs> Drop this crystal. I love that. Because we're, we're, we're not, again, we're not talking about this becoming a magic formula that automatically changes the scope and and, and spins things around. No. That's not what happens. What happens is the potential and the mental capacity to access that potential comes into our awareness and now we can make a choice. Exactly. Because it's a choice for you to say, oh, now that I've witnessed this, I'm going to look and bring my conscious awareness to the other areas. Exactly. I'm going to be open up to seeing, oh, I may be the shit over here, but over here, it doesn't smell so good. Let me go and put some work in. That's right. And then, like I said, bringing that will to bear and making the choice, maybe to make some sacrifices, right? Maybe That's to put true. some work in, maybe to go and get some support, maybe to be vulnerable in order to open up and to transfer this magic into other areas of my life too. Absolutely. You know, one of the myths that I believe that we have been taught and it, it does so much damage for us is that we're all taught, well, nobody's perfect. Mm. My question is, how do you know that? <laughs> and that is a very defeatist attitude. Mm. The perception of perfection, remember, there's levels to everything. So, mm-hmm. perfection, what is perfection? Is perfection without error? Because to me, that's, that's defeatist. Because if you're not having some error in your life, how are you learning? How are you growing? Mm. Think of every situation we've been in, situations you've dealt with, mm-hmm. you know, I've dealt with individuals. We learn because of these experiences, these errors in judgment. How did, oh, wow. I was going to go this way, but I chose to go that way. Oh, I ended up in a swamp. Mm-hmm. So now I've got to go this way. Wow. Now mm-hmm. I know. I need to go this way. I need to formulate this. Now, without those errors, without those moments of, of um, experiences and uh, maybe uh, wrong judgment, because of those things, now you have a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. The choice is I can make a better decision based on my experience, based on my error. Now, that's perfection because you're growing. Mm-hmm. 
it's also perfection because you can choose to be like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's perfection. I love that we're taking the pressure off of perfection, but not the responsibility to still strive for it. Exactly. Because what I find is some people that nobody's perfect, I don't even have to try. <laughs> Versus nobody's right. perfect, I'm still going to go for it and see how far I get along to this collective ideal of what perfection is. Because for me, perfection isn't to be without error. Like you said, there's different levels. Exactly. For me, perfection is to give my all and to achieve as much as I can, given the effort and potential that, like, that, I've, that I've, I've sought to access within myself. Then the and pressure's you welcome off. the error. You welcome it because you know. It's part and parcel of being human. That's it. You're, you're, what is some of the things that make people the most afraid to try? Failure. Exactly. Mm. So if we start to teach that, yes, you're perfect, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're without error. Mm-hmm. That means you what? Wel- now we welcome these errors because now mm-hmm. I get to learn. That would decrease so much anxiety in society mm-hmm. that as much as we talk about these people who broke through these barriers and shattered it, how many more people do you think would break those barriers? Mm. But of course, there's always an influence of teaching that nobody's perfect. Now, mm. let's be real. If you've ever heard somebody say that, why do they really say that to you? Maybe to get out of them meeting a standard. Exactly. You making me look bad, man. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> perfect. Well, why do you want? What do you want from me? Nobody's perfect. It's like exactly. a, a throwaway to avoid even going for it, trying, or even just meeting a common standard that someone set. But the thing is that there are those of us that do seek this false ideology of perfection in others, and actually create this repellent energy that means that people don't want to try. That's true too. I see that in my life, definitely. And it's something that I seek to stay on top of rather than allowing myself to fall prey to not moving forward or not even giving my all because this person wants me to be perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of blessed that I didn't have parents that did that to right. me, but I've had relationships where that's the case. Like, especially when we get into like Alice in Wonderland, what do they call it? Disney... Delicious. Oh, the Disney, uh, yeah, yeah. See, but that's not even perfection. That is, that's a myth in itself. Of <laughs> It's just myth. It, it really is. It's a myth. It's, mm. and again, I laugh at these things because I'm like, again, why health is so important. Mm. When we realize and actually get the chance to see what health is, we get to see what is not healthy. Mm. So there's a lot of myths with relationships, mm. you know, um, I, I got to talk to, and I'm, I feel so bad. I can't remember uh, the individual's name, but um, uh, it was about, a, it was an episode I did building a culture of respect. Mm-hmm. And basically the speaker, he was saying that, you know, these movies that we're taught when we're watching them, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, like the guy comes into the door and she's standing there and he just grabs her up and kisses her. And, oh, we're <laughs> off into the sunset. He's like, you know how many rules have just been broken? You can't do that in society. Really? You didn't even ask her if she wanted you to grab her. You didn't wow. Her. I didn't even think about it like that. That's kind of rapey. This is what we're programmed. That's me too in action. Uh, Exactly. This is how we're programmed on both Mm. sides. 
Oh, I kick you open the door. Oh, my masculinity compels you to come to me. <laughs> really? 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 <laughs> I, I, I dated, I dated, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this to every woman I dated and the relationship didn't work well. I am part of that equation. Mm-hmm. Just like they were. Mm-hmm. I thank you for the opportunity and the lesson. And mm-hmm. I'm saying this publicly to all of them, because even though it didn't work, mm-hmm. what I that journey took me to a place where I could learn more. Mm-hmm. And I hope it did the same thing for them. Some of them, their whole expectation was like, well, a man does this, that and the third. You're not a man. How can you tell me this? Hmm. Who, where are you basing it off of? Well, I'm basing it off of what? Are you basing it off of a false stereotype? Are hmm. you basing it off of your own uh, parental, you know, or uh, uh, upbringing? Mm-hmm. Where are you getting this from? Because I'm going to tell you something. I love my parents. I've watched them grow up. I've never seen... <laughs> My father is 81. My mother is 71. Mm-hmm. All right. I have not seen Disney like tendencies with either one of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they love each other. Mm-hmm. They, they work hard. They worked hard. Mm-hmm. All right. My, they both cooked. All right. Mm-hmm. My mom does most of the cooking now, but anyway, mm-hmm. and now I do most of the cooking for her. Mm-hmm. But, the, the whole mentality of what the relationship is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Relationships are very individual to those individuals, those two people who are in them or however you define them. So when you're basing it, where are you basing this off of and how are you communicating that? Mm-hmm. Are you basing it off of what you supposedly want, which is mm-hmm. from movies, television shows, uh, Housewives of Atlanta, you know, all these things, you know, and I'm not shooting these stories down for anybody that watches. I'm just yeah. saying that these things help to shape individuals' perspectives mm-hmm. going back to health. Mm-hmm. We have many people that haven't had really good relationships Mm-hmm. Why? Some people didn't even know how to make a good relationship, just a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Why? Trauma, mm-hmm. perhaps issues at home, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps maybe not that maybe their parents had trauma mm-hmm. issues. at home. All these connect. All mm-hmm. these are dominoes in all of our lives. So mm-hmm. it's again going back to health. Mm. 360 degree circle. <laughs> I'm about to drop this question again. Yeah, drop. <laughs> drop this. Drop this. Back. <laughs> Kiss the crystal. Kiss the crystal. Let's start to bring this back around because um, okay. um, I just want to come back to something that you said earlier. Okay and use that to kind of start bringing this down to maybe giving the peeps something to kind of walk away with. All right. And that's what you said. Heartbreak brought you to your mission. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, 
was in a relationship before I started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say this the easy way to explain it. I didn't know what my purpose was. Mm-hmm. I was, I've always been a very creative individual. Mm-hmm. I've always had a lot of talents. Uh, I used to, I was used to work in a studio. So I used to make and compose beats, mm-hmm. you know, rap, in a rap studio when I was there. And I did pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, did Philly's got, Philly's got a strong, strong music scene. Very, very strong scene. Very mm-hmm. strong and um, mm-hmm. amazing. It wasn't, it just wasn't what I wanted. When I saw the politics of how that industry can be, I said, eh. yeah, not for me. I saw individuals who were thugs and promoted a lifestyle. And I'm like, that's not you. That's not even the gender you're interested in. <laughs> oh, shit. That, you know, and, and, oh, so. Shit. It when I saw that, you know, yeah. in many different lanes, and again, I'm not throwing shade, I'm just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of showmanship and not mm-hmm. being honest, a lack of authenticity, the la- exactly, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that industry, and we're seeing it more and more come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as people like, no, you know, I, I'm being me with my music. Mm-hmm. But it, at the time, it just wasn't what I wanted to deal with. Mm-hmm. I just liked hip hop music. Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of fledgling. I did work construction, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, just doing a lot of things. I met this beautiful, gorgeous, every, it, the world stopped. Mm-hmm. This and I was like, whoa. And mm-hmm. I was just like, she is breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And I I talked to her because at the time I uh, had longer hair and she was kind of like, she would braid my hair and we went out on a date. Mm-hmm. And then I pursued her mm-hmm. hard, bro. I, hard, bro. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, got to be putting that work. I'm putting mm-hmm. in the work. And um, we got to a point where we were dating and she was feeling very uncomfortable one day. And I said, what's, what's going on? You know, I'm there to be mm-hmm. supportive. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how she felt in her career. She was very, very serious about her career, mm-hmm. where she wanted to go, where mm-hmm. she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And at the time she wasn't there yet. She was telling me about these people who were over in Amsterdam, living it up and they were, she said, I should be doing that too. Mm-hmm. Me being the thoughtful boyfriend, it's just not your time. When the creator makes it your time, it's going to happen, all these things. Mm-hmm. I know when it's my time, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, sometimes I look at you and think you're too old for potential. What? What? Exact words. Sometimes I look at you and think you're too old for potential? Exactly. Because I wasn't exactly where I wasn't in the best position. I I didn't have my own car. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even have a driver's license at this point. Wow. You know, I I, I was I think I was like maybe I might have been thirty four at mm-hmm. the time. You know, mm-hmm. and I just didn't have everything that makes up mm-hmm. the, that guy, that man. Mm-hmm. All right. And I was, I kind of looked at her and shortly after, of, of course, some other things would, took place. We broke up. We went our separate ways. Mm. 
this set me on a depressive state. I was really depressed because I had lost the perfect girl in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable what I was doing career wise. I was kind of fledgling. I was working at a, a pretzel factory. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I just didn't know what to do. So I decided I was depressed and I heard the creator. I literally heard the creator say this to me because I was so depressed. Are you going to let somebody that I created dictate how you feel about yourself to this point that you're that low? Mm. Wow. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm sitting in the same spot I was at that time when I heard this voice Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wait, why would I do that? Mm. And at that point I could hear his voice telling me, it's time that you make the decision to be who you want to be. And I did. I started asking myself questions. What do you want to do? What do you like doing? Mm. I like working out. Mm. Let's find a career where you can work out. Mm. Let's see what you want to do. And I started Mm. doing that. I went and got my license. Mm Got my driver's license. I, I and I went back to school. I started. I said, "Oh, I want to be a trainer." Because what better career mm-hmm. than to be around that? From her saying those words, from her breaking up, or us, our relationship, I should say, ending, mm-hmm. came this whole new world of mm. what I was meant to do. Hmm. She will never know, maybe she does if she's listening, that that moment of her, that small moment of heartbreak Mm. was the the whole thing that opened the door for me to find out what my purpose was. Mm -hmm. Because from there, I started doing not only just getting my certification in physical training. Now, the part-time seasonal job I had working with children started doing more mental health trainings Mm. and my supervisor now another mentor started Mm. seeing change in me Mm. like wow you're doing more programs about health you know sitting sitting on this program Mm. i want you to come to this program we're going to have this program Mm. all about mental health and now i'm like whoa Why is it that people have such a problem getting healthy, changing their lives? It's a lot of mental trauma. Mm. So from a broken heart sprang my purpose, which Mm is I'm about health. I'm about fitness, but Mm. not just about picking, you know, weights up and, you know, I'm going to get you fit and I'm going to get you ripped and get you looking tight. No, I'm about it from the whole perspective, that whole circle. How do we understand health? I want to change how people view fitness and health. It is everything Mm. from the very beginning. Once we see that, our entire world will change. And that's become my purpose. I need to drop this crystal. I need to drop this crystal. I need to take, I want to take this crystal off and drop it. (laughs) I need to do the sage drop, but the sage. Oh, bag. Wait, wait, wait. Do I have some sage? I had some sage. We've got the sage drop. You could do the sage drop for me. 
I think I had it. Somebody, I think somebody took my sage. I had it. The, the sage is dropping in the ethers. We got the sage <laughs> dropping. <laughs> I found it. I found it. There we go. It. The sage. Bah. Bah. <laughs> That's powerful. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Changed my life. And again, we see the power of pain being a guide, a tool. That's right. That's what I thought was really pain mm-hmm. at the moment. What was pain, but really helped growth. But for me, pain and suffering are two different things. That's pain true. is a signal. Suffering is taking that signal, making something negative of it and embodying it. That's true. I mean, That's you true. speak about training. I love when I'm so sore from the gym that I can't, because that means I've done something in my body. Yep. You know, oh, the pain that Olga went through was my son Ethan coming into the world. Even when you're studying, your brain's getting tired. Oh my gosh, I don't think I can. It's a signal that you're taking. Exactly, exactly. You know, it is so important, and we it is so needed that we change our perception of health because, again, after all of that, Mm -hmm. after the breakup, after everything, everything started clicking. Mm. All these obstacles, all these things that would pop up. I'm just like, okay, why? Because you're closer. Mm. You're closer. Okay. Oh, oh, it's an, it's more reps. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's more weight. Oh, this is a, a difficult situation. Why can't I get past this? Yet? It's a little heavier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time for this to get stronger. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Time for that brain to get stronger. Time for that spirit to get stronger. Let's mm. do it. Mm. And it changed my whole perception. Brother Sun Moon. Um, Guys, if you haven't just, anyway, (laughs) you know why I was so excited now. Look at this. This has been a blessing. Um, Thank you so much for blessing the Do It With Dan podcast. We're honored to have you. I'm honored to get, have this opportunity to reconnect with you again and to been able to cross paths with you. Um, Definitely when I come up to Philly again, we've got a, We've got break bread oh, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And if you ever want to come down to Cabo, just um, just give me a heads up. It's, it is a little rainy right now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what my weather's like. It's like really? You, you and my brother, man. You and my brother always, my brother just called me. He's like, yeah, I'm in Arizona. It's beautiful. I'm like, <laughs> thanks, bro. I appreciate that. It's raining right now. It's great. <laughs> East Coast. Uh, I've been hey. to Philly a couple times, two or three, three or four times actually. I've been. I came to watch the um, Rangers play the Philly Flyers. I came down to watch a game. Really? really? You came to support yeah. the Rangers, sir? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Rangers fan. So. Oh, my, my girlfriend would hate you right off the bat. She's wow. so Philadelphian. Well, anyway, <laughs> cool. Um, me and Olga came down for a Labor Day weekend once and came to hang out. Um, and I've got some friends. One of my friends, she's actually got. Do you know what? I should make you meet my friend Tali. She'd be a good guest for your podcast too. She's opened up a uh, a juice and like food bar in West Philly. A toast, a place called Toast. It was on the news. Am I correct? I don't know if it was on the news. Her place is I, called Toast. I think I might have seen it. Uh, yeah, that's my friend Tali's place. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she opened it up uh, recently. She's opened it up, but she's been she's been putting in work with it. She's that's, a cool cat. It's something you definitely need to connect with. Okay. That's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Small world. It's a small yeah, yeah. world. Man. Yeah, yeah. So. 
what's the best place for people to connect with you and to continue listening to your beautiful conversations and everything you're putting out into the world? So I am on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, like many of us, we succumb to the beast of social media. <laughs> trying to get better (laughs) Um, uh, you can find me at the body alchemist wait a minute let me i'm so bad with just type in sun moon (laughs) i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna quickly search so that people know (laughs) (laughs) type in sun moon bay and the body alchemist should come up um you can also uh find me or contact me through my email which is daylightfit13 at gmail.com Mm-hmm. We'll make sure we put that in the uh, in the um, in the show notes and get Duncan to do that. Sweet. And um, also, we have the website, which is www.daylightfitpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Daylightfit Podcast on Twitter. Daylightfit Podcast on Facebook. So we are. Yeah, we're basically on all the social medias. Uh, and day, D-E underscore L-A underscore at FitPod, mm, Fit Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, we got you. We got you. I got Daylight Fit. <laughs> Guys, be sure to hit him up. Go to the go to the links in the show notes and check out the couple of episodes I've done with 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 Sun Moon. They're, they're a lot of fun. We kicked over some tables. Oh, oh not just some, not just. Some. I'm, I'm. Some people got to get all new furniture. <laughs> Thank you so much for blessing the podcast. This has been an honor. Um, check out that episode with Jennifer Narragan. I think you would like Definitely. it. And um, I'm going to reach out to Tony and connect you guys as well. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you so much for giving me this opportunity. No, no, this has been great fun. Guys, be sure to tune in next week. Rate, review the podcast if you haven't done it already. Share this with a friend who can benefit from another perspective on health. Sending you so much love. Until next time, remember you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.